Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. So, we're going to talk about the NCT and whether it is fit for purpose. Uh, speaking on News Talk Breakfast, Cavan Councillor Shane O'Reilly gave his thoughts on the NCT this morning. From yesterday's report in the Irish Independent, I think it, uh, it it makes for very harrowing reading, especially for those in the country who find themselves that are driving older cars. And I think we see that, you know, a 50% fail rate throughout the length and breadth of the country um, shows perhaps that the NCT uh, in its current guise, um, in my opinion, uh, is just not fit for purpose. So... That was Cavan Councillor Shane O'Reilly giving his thoughts on the NCT. I have on the line with me now Joey Donnelly, who's the owner of Crofton Motors in Dublin. Joey, do you think that the NCT is fit for purpose, considering how many cars are failing it? Um, in a short answer, no, but obviously a long answer with context. Um, I think the, the councillor's comments are probably in the context of looking at 50% fail rate in the stark reality and it may be a little bit extreme to say something is unfit for purpose because of a high fail rate. You could posit the argument that look, 50% of cars failing of those if a certain amount of those were dangerous and we've kept those cars off the road or we've got them addressed quickly, is that potentially going to save lives? Ah, but some of the things that they're failing on are like a CD stuck in the radio drive or a, you know, like a seatbelt that is a slightly worn, you know, okay, seatbelt probably is, is a justifiable one, but some of the things are absolutely yeah. bananas. Yeah, well, look, that's that's subjective and that's open to opinion and something when you're testing thousands of cars. And like, look, I'm, I obviously deal with this every day of the week, so I see the reality of cars coming in and out and the standard of vehicles presented to us by customers who use the NCT as a some sort of servicing to tell them what's wrong with their car when they really should be doing that and engaged with garages. So one of the things I would always encourage with these things is that an NCT is only a picture of a car at a window of time. So when you see a car up on the ramp for that one particular time, the responsibility, I would always say, is really, really heavily on the owner. And I think that's something culturally in Ireland that we're probably not as good as in other countries in terms of actually knowing the maintenance of our own car and what's involved in other colder countries, you know, they would be really, really um, informed about tyre choices. They have winter, summer tyres, all season tyres, and they would be actively involved in their own management. Sure, is that not with the lights on the, really, on the car there to tell you if there's something wrong or should you no, be... Unfortunately, that's, that's like saying, walking to a doctor and saying, tell me what's wrong with me by looking at my face. You don't know until you do an examination of a vehicle what's wrong with it. So I think, look, I think with any of these things, it is a yardstick, it is a barometer. You have thousands of makes, models and variations of vehicles on the road and you have a one-size-fits-all test. So to make any test fit uh, an entire bracket of vehicles with so many complications and thousands upon thousands of moving parts, it's never going to be right. And you are always going to have those nonsense stories, as you said, about the CD stuck in or I had the car on my mechanic and he said it's fine and it failed the NCT on 10 items or in the reverse when... My mechanic said it should fail on these 10 items and it didn't fail. But that does so happen. Why, why is that happening? Of like... course. Well, because it's not entirely quantitative. And for those reasons, as I said, like you have maybe 40-50% of the actual test functions are quantitative. So it's a machine, you put it on a test, it has tolerances, and the computer says yes or no, it's a fail or it's not. Whereas the majority of the rest of it is subjective. So it's down to the human eye and opinion based in the context of a framework of rules. So a guy looking up at a, at a brake line that's rusty and he looks at it and says that's a fail I'm going to put this down as a fail another guy might look at that and he might look at it with a winking eye and say you know what 
that's probably just about passable. So you have subjectivity there and nuance that are based on human opinion. And as we all know, in any, you know, operation that has human intervention, there is massive scope and room for failure. So yes, they can have quantitative methods that rule out heavy items, dangerous items, you know, addressable items. There is a certain element that is slightly left to subject activity and the human eye and that's probably where you sometimes get those nonsense things and it's like any process it's open to failure but I think anything as I said in the broader scheme of things anything that roots out dangerous items um, and that keeps our road safer is a good thing but also I think engaging with customers and pushing back on customers to say this is your vehicle you're driving around in a, in a one ton or a three ton vehicle uh, and you're driving around and you're going around the road with lots of different hazards it is up to you to know what is underneath your backside and keeping you safe on the road and other people around you. And I think that's probably the more important message, I would say. And to the councillor's comments, I think, you know, we're saying about the, the struggling poor farmer down the country who drives an older car. Yes, that's fine. That's a very, very reasonable argument to posit. However, if you're driving something that old, it is highly important that that car is maintained probably to a higher standard than the newer vehicle because the newer vehicle is fresher and it's not aged as hard, and the, the older vehicles are more likely to be dangerous, and that is a fact. So saying the NCT's responsibility to keep my car safe is just something that doesn't stack up with me, unfortunately. I'm just going to bring in Peter here. He's a mechanic in Dublin. Peter, do you think that people should be using their NCT as the time to get serviced before the NCT, or go to the NCT, see what's the problem, and then get those issues fixed? Well, it's really down to the person themselves um, because uh, like everything that last guy said I totally agree with uh, it's good to see you have an expert on as opposed to someone who just has opinions because that's unfortunately what most people have and they always say oh they failed me on this that and the other and it shouldn't have failed them. and uh, what he was saying about subjectivity people can miss things you could bring your car to me and I could miss things Um if I'm under pressure or the phone rings, whatever. And the tester can miss things too. Uh, but basically, if you have a fault, you know, if they find a fault, you have a fault. You know, they don't... Well, if it, that's not necessarily true if it's subjective. If they find a fault, it could be one guy saying, you know what, I think this is faulty. But if you got a better... No, if no, no, no. That's, that's subjective actually is probably... It's probably more down to human error than, than subjective. If they, if they find a fault, there is a fault. Like he was talking about brake pipes there. And I had a car in a few years back and it failed on a rear brake pipe. And there was only a tiny spot of rust on it. And I looked at it and I thought, well, you could have painted over that. But when I went to pull the pipe off, it snapped like it was made of paper right where the rust was. So the guy who failed it was absolutely spot on. So what, what, and what would that do? Like if you were driving and that happened, what would happen? Well, if, you see, the thing is, it's only when it's under pressure that it would fail. So if you're braking gently all the time, no problem. But if you had to suddenly brake very hard, the pressure inside that pipe could have burst it and then your brakes would fail and then you'd just have an accident. So, you know, like I said, if, if they say to the salt, 99.99 times out of 100, there is a thought. But should people be checking the car with a mechanic or should they be checking it with the NCT? Because that's really what's causing a lot of the cues and a lot of the failures. Um, but you do, know, you not think, do you not think that some like, of the things that are, people are failing on 
are not things that are life and death hazards on the no, road. No, no, no. The only stupid thing on the whole NCT is that you have to have Irish on your number plate. Everything else is to do with either emissions or safety. And like I said, if there's a fault, there's a fault. And people should be tanking the NCT because it could be saving lots of lives. There's people, I, I see cars all the time, they're coming in with ridiculous faults and people driving and the no, cars are banging and clattering with suspension noises and the people don't notice. Um, the steering could be pulling and because it happens gradually, people don't notice. But there's a reason if your steering is pulling and it's not tracking, by the way. Well, we won't go into that now. Uh, uh, Michael but, um, is on the line with me here. I'm just going to go to him for a minute. Michael, you're heading for an NCT today. Are, have you been waiting long for it? I booked it in uh, May, May the 9th. Wow. Uh, 2023. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, it's it's quite due, all right. And at the time, um, you had um, a motoring correspondent and she suggested that I should ring up the NCT. But I find that's like, we're going backwards in time because before COVID and before they had the problem with the lift, the NCT was working very, very well. You know, I never had a problem. You just go onto online and book your whichever whichever date you wanted and what time you wanted. And it's been a, it had been a great service. And I don't understand then why something that worked, well, I'm going to say it worked, why it's worked previously, why can't they bring it back to that working state? I wonder if it's because of, I don't know, some sort of COVID backlog. I do know that a friend of mine was on a date with a guy recently. Uh, they were out in a bar and he wasn't drinking. And uh, he left at 11.30 and he was like, I know this sounds like an excuse, but I have to take my car for an NCT. The only NCT he could get, uh, the appointment that he could get was like basically in the middle of the night because they were working through the night to get rid of the backlog. Um, Would you say that your car, are you confident that your car will pass the NCT now? Or do you think that things have developed since May that may not have been there in the initial test? I was confident until I heard these problems this morning. Because <laughs> um, the car is, it's, it's 20 years, 20 years old, but it's um, it's been maintained. It's got very low mileage. It's only like 77,000 miles. And I've always looked after it. And, you know, there's no rust underneath it or anything. I'm, I'm always amazed when I when I look at the car. I think, gee, this car is in great nick, you know? Yeah. And it's been maintained regularly, you know. That was Joey Donnelly's point. Joey, you're still there with us. We have texts coming in here. um, Someone saying, my neighbour had her car refused to be tested because the tester said there was a smell of dog in her car. That's from Joe in Kilkenny. Like, that's not a safety hazard. Well, if you you saw the the standard of vehicles that sometimes get presented to us uh, in terms of, I can't remember the other mechanic's name, apologies for missing that, but... um, some of the standard of vehicles that sent into us when people are presenting their vehicle in public to get their car serviced, you would be shocked at some of the stuff and the conditions of vehicles internally that we would see. So a person who is working a job, it's like you saying, you're walking into Newstock there and doing a job and there's dirty tissues and a used face mask hanging over your mic there in front of you, Stephanie, are you going to stand in and say, oh, sure, I'm delighted to get in there. So, you know, a person's right to not work in an environment when they sit in a car and there's, you know, potentially, you know, a 
biohazard or something. I don't want to go into that's, the actual No, that's detail, a very fair point. It's you more about your shocked. working conditions, I guess, than the safety of the Correct. car. And that's and fair. And you would be shocked at what we see coming in the place for people who are like, who are well in advance notified to bring their car into us and their car comes in. And, you know, so I don't find that surprising. That's, again, a bit of an extremist point, I would say. Um, and I'll come to Peter, who, the mechanic here on this one. My car went through the garage to be checked from top to bottom and I cleaned it inside and out and the, the Sunday night before my NCT at 8.30 on the Monday morning. One of my headlights went that morning, even though it had been checked. I failed the NCT and met a very rude person at the NCT centre who didn't want to know. I felt it was very unfair and there was no mechanic available at 8.15am on a Monday morning to get a fix beforehand. And then this person well, has to pay again to have the car rechecked. Well, unfortunately, bulbs can go at any time. It actually happened to me myself. I checked all the lights, drove up only a mile away to the NCC centre and one of the brake lights was gone. Bulbs go and that's a reality. And because the, the, they have to use equipment to retest that the headlamp is focused properly, you have to pay and that's there's a That's few people rea- getting reality, in touch you know? saying that trying to find a mechanic to fix a car is nearly as hard as getting a GP well, appointment. Exactly, that- and it's the same for the NCT people. They can't get mechanics. They're all being snapped up by data centres. Young people don't want to know about that job anymore. Why would they? Because and is it true that believe what we have to put up with? Is know? it true that exactly some mechanics what, won't? Yeah. They won't service a car that's more than ten years old. I never heard that. That's what no, the big gar- no, a lot of the big garages won't. Like Some people have this illusion, oh, I've got to go to the main dealer. Don't bring an old car to a main dealer, whatever you do. That's Why? my advice. They don't want to know about them. Well, first of all, most of the mechanics are fairly young and they've been trained on the latest cars and they won't even be familiar with the old cars. But they don't want to know. They charge stupid money and you're bringing an old car and you get a big bill, you're not going to be happy. Right, okay. But yeah, no, most, I, I've never heard of any um, independent mechanic turning away an old car unless they actually looked at the car and thought that the car was beyond help and that they didn't want to know about it. We have that, a, would be the, that, would, that would be, the, be the only, only thing. Yeah. We have another text here that says, I failed an NCT a few years ago for not enough grease on the bonnet latch and a leaking CV boot that when it was rechecked was, and wasn't replaced, the next centre passed it. They make things up. That's John and Kilkenny. Sean, you're on the line. Uh, what do you reckon about the NCT? Uh, I think it actually makes sense to submit your car to the NCT and then bring it to a mechanic afterwards and have whatever the highlighted thoughts are fixed. It's much cheaper than bringing it to the mechanic beforehand and having him do a, a pre-NCT check. Yeah, we... The, the exception to that would be something obvious like bulbs. We have someone here texting literally the opposite of what you said. A lot of people decide just to go for the text, test, then fix whatever is needed to pass. It's lazy and poor ownership, but it does not necessarily f- reflect the NCT itself. But your argument is that it's it's a cheaper and more efficient way of dealing with the issues in your car. Yeah, I, I mean, I accept that the long queues for the NCT are, are, are there at the moment. That's a fairly recent development. But it used to be handy enough. You got your appointment, you went in to miss the car. You came out with a list with pass in which case, no harm. Or you came out with a list of faults, which you could then address yourself or have addressed and submitted for a retest. Yeah. Now, if you bring your car to a mechanic, the mechanic will fix what they think is is correct and needs addressing. Mm-hmm. But the NCT 
mechanic when they look at it could be looking at something completely different and still fail. Craig, you're on the line as well. What was, what, what's your experience there with the NCT? Yeah, so um, quite similar to one of the other callers there. Um, I had an NCT, um, I think it was last year, and I bring the car in and anyways, they said that the left beam was, was off. And before I bring it to the mechanic, they said, absolutely fine, pass the flying colours. He checked everything there for me, but the left beam was off. I'm not too good with cars. I don't actually know what exactly it was. Something about the dip in the headlight. So anyways, I went and I got it fixed um, and I actually missed the deadline of when they invited back for the half the price. So it actually went that I was going to a new test again, but within like a very, very short time frame of the one or two weeks there. And I bring it back and now it was the other side had been that had previously passed one week ago that they said was wrong. So in that case, I showed them the two certificates and it was kind of a thing where they just said, oh, right, right. Well, we see that now and they just passed it and they gave me the certificate. I didn't need to put it through again. But I, I caught them out on that one. And ever since, I just have this anger towards NT, NCT centres. It really, it really infuriates me. Yeah, you're, and you're not the only one. We have a text in here saying NCT is a money-making scam. It should never have been privatised. My car failed due to numbers being too small on the front number plate, even though they were absolutely fine. And the same car passed the test in the same place the year before with the same number plates. Like, what do you say to that, Joey? As I said, like when you've that many, you're always going to have stories like that, and you're going to have a bit of stuff. And and the, like to the headlight one, you, sometimes you might have tolerances of machines. Like you have, you have two different machines that might have very little tolerance uh, in difference in terms of failing. So the 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 levels of headlight bulbs again, your the other mechanic will tell you. I've focused headlights on my own vehicles, uh, ten of them, and then you might send one up and one might fail. Where testing perfectly on my machine and might fail on theirs, or likewise, it might be looking good on my machine and it might fail. So that there is some nuances there. Stuff like where the other stuff where you like things about it being a scam and stuff. I just I just find that quite difficult, and I understand that that is some of the concepts out there. But I think it always pushes back on the customer being responsible for their own vehicle and making sure they're engaged in that process and using the test as a yardstick if you've got an old car there's nothing necessarily wrong with that and sometimes we say to a customer look if time is tight and you're under pressure sling it up through the test and we'll look at the stuff that they've failed on but also we will giving you we will be giving you our own report for you to consider and I think transparency in your garage and finding a garage who talks to you and says okay this is why we're doing this come and see the car step under the ramp and have a look at it or here's a video of what we're doing and why we're doing it and I think engagement with the customer is massively important and the old adage of the mechanic under the arch is trying to you know oh, the, the exhaust is gone and that it's going to need this amount of money and spending money and, and that old thing of you know people being intimidated and going into a garage you should be trying to find yourself a garage who is open transparent friendly you shouldn't feel intimidated or that someone's trying to you know get one over in it because I would say to you that actively in our industry behind the scenes, we are trying to remove that old intimidating feeling. Um, I know we certainly are, and I think the other mechanic there is that, you know, being responsible for your own car is the, the single most important thing you can do in relation to, and then you can have the security of knowing, well, if you're failing my car on the NCT, it's either genuine, or you have the confidence to be educated yourself to know what's going on under your backside as you drive this vehicle around. So Joey, do you have the time to like take every customer under their car and explain to them like what's going on? Because I do think that not people... Always. Sorry, no, not always, not always. And they don't always have the time either. So we would tend to either do it by video, share it on WhatsApp. We, you know, do whatever we can. Or likewise, if a customer just trusts us, we have plenty of customers and we just say, look, this is what we need to do. And we built up a rapport with them and they just know we're not here to mess around and we just do the job. But where a customer does need that sort of um, 
assistance in understanding what we're doing and why, then that service is available. It doesn't happen with every customer, but it doesn't need to also. And in, I'm just wondering, do you ever get people coming to you saying, I need a second opinion? I've been to one mechanic. He says that I need something. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but will you have a look at my car? And if you say the same thing, I'll get it done. Of course, but like I, again, I would try and weed out that type of a customer. That type of customer is, is a, I always find it hard. The, the customer I find, find that doubts you most is often the one that that should be doubted. I think that goes for every walk of life. The person who comes in who thinks they're being ripped off by three other garages and three other garages have told them the same thing. The reality is, is I'm probably going to be telling them their own thing and the problem with themselves is that they, they automatically feel like they're being ripped off due to a bad experience or whatever. But look, those things do happen. We have plenty of customers that come in for varying different reasons, also in the, the crash repair industry with people and personal injuries and trying to extract money out of people and insurance companies. But that is definitely for another day's conversation. OK, we have a text in here saying all NCTs close at 11.30. That fellow was not going testing his car. But I have looked it up uh, and it true. says that select NCT centres in Ireland were open for 24 hours as one of the number of Correct. measures in an attempt to cope with huge increases in demand for NCT tests last year. Another text mm. in, my car passed the NCT and I came home and parked it in the drive for an hour. When I went to drive the car, it wouldn't start. My mechanics thinks the car was revved too high on the test and my car had to be scrapped. Can you also talk about how bad people's driving has become? At least once a day, you'll see people running red lights, blocking yellow boxes. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think that might be a conversation for another day um, because Definitely. I certainly have noticed that. It's like since COVID, people don't realise what a bus lane is or what a yellow box is. Guys, thanks so much for joining me uh, to chat about that. If- Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.